Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Are you ready for the Word of God? Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for teaching your people. We are learners, Lord. We want to grow. We realize, Lord, that we have not arrived yet. We have not become like Christ yet. And we still have a lot of things in our life that we need to learn, to receive the mystery, the understanding and revelation from God so that we can become more like you, become more effective and be fruitful for you, Lord. Lord, we realize that we have only one life to live, and we want to live it in the very powerful way for you, Father. Therefore, we need to partake your word today, and we want to be doers of your word. We don't want to be just hearers of the word, Father. Help us to experience what you say in the Bible, Father. We thank you, Lord, in the wonderful name of Jesus, and we also ask for the spirit of revelation and wisdom to speak to your people. In Jesus' name, amen. We are talking about spirit-led life or being led by the Spirit. Let me read the scripture one more time in Romans chapter 8, verse 14. Romans chapter 8, verse 14. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God. Can we expect to be led guided and directed by the Spirit of God 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Yes, we can expect that to happen. And in fact, we should live our life that way. We should be led by the Holy Spirit. If you are led by the Holy Spirit, you will not make any mistakes in anything you do, whether in your job, investment, how you talk to your spouse, how you talk to your children, how you reply the email, or whatever you do, you should be led by the Spirit of the living God 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We should develop this lifestyle to learn how to hook up or look up to the Holy Spirit and say, Holy Spirit, tell me what to do and what to say. We have learned many lessons already from the camp, and today we will continue to learn more from the Scripture how to be led by the Holy Spirit. In order to understand about how to fellowship and communion with the Holy Spirit and be led by Him, we need to know who God is. We need to know how we can fellowship with God and commune with God. Many people in the world think that God is emotionless or God has no feelings. In fact, God is a spirit. And God is a person. A person has mind, has emotion, feelings, and decision. God has knowledge because he is a person. So it's not true that God has no feeling. In about 300 years before Christ, there was a man named Sino of Citrium. He lived in Athens. And he came up with the idea called Stoicism. How many people heard the word stoic? Many people think that God is stoic. 
God has no sensation, no feeling at all. This man, Sino, say that a wise man should be free from passion, unmoved by joy or grief, indifferent to pleasure and pain, dry and detached. So a lot of people think that our God is like that. He is very stoic. He is emotionless. He created the world and the universe, and he just left and stayed in heaven, and he just left the world spinning and don't care about the world. He just lived by himself and don't care, don't have any emotion. He's untouched and unmoved by the grief and the sorrow and the joy of the world. They imagine that God is an old person with a long white beard sitting on the throne and have a very old voice. That's how a lot of people think about God. That is a deception and a lie of the enemy. God is not old. God never ages even one day in his existence. God never get old. And one of these days, soon and very soon, we're going to enter into that situation that we're going to look young forever. We will never age anymore. We don't have to worry about wrinkles on the face. We don't have to worry about gray hair and white hair and losing the hair anymore. We're going to stay young for eternity in the presence of God when we get to heaven. Amen? And God never aged. God never gets sick, and we will never get sick either. There will not be any pain or any aching or any sickness in heaven. We're going to enter into eternity one of these days when we leave this world. Thank God for that. Can God get angry? Can God have emotions? In order to be led by the Spirit, we need to understand who God is. Is God happy? Let's look at the Scripture. I don't want to give my own opinion. Look at Jeremiah chapter 32, verse 41. Jeremiah 32, 41. Yes, I will rejoice over them. Who is rejoicing? God. I will rejoice over them to do them good. I will actually plant them in this land with all my heart and with all my soul. God mentioned in this scripture that he can rejoice. He can laugh. He can laugh on the throne. And he has soul. He has emotion and feeling. Jeremiah chapter 12, verse 7. I have forsaken my house. I have left my heritage. I have given dearly beloved of my soul into the hand of her enemies. The Bible says that God has soul. God has emotion and feeling. God can be grieved by the sin of people. Judges chapter 10 verse 16, And they put away the strange gods from among them and served the Lord. And his soul, this is from King James Version, his soul was grieved for the misery of Israel. When we sin against God or when we get into trouble, when we get into the difficulties, his soul was grieved. He loved us so much. He doesn't want us to get into trouble. God has feelings. He can be grieved. He can be happy. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. For we have not an high priest 
which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Jesus could be touched by the feeling. Jesus had feeling. And because we were created in the image and the likeness of God, we can have feelings as well. Amen? Everyone say, God has feelings. And we can have feeling too. We should not be feelingless. We can rejoice. We can be sad, but not depressed because depression is a sickness. We can be sad when we see something bad happen. But we need to understand that Jesus, even though he had feelings, Jesus had never been led by feelings. Jesus was led by the Spirit of God 24-7, all the time. He was not feeling-led. He was not head or intellectual-led. He was Spirit-led all the time. Everything he says, everything he does, Come from what he see and hear what the Father does and says. Even though he had feelings, but he was not led by feeling. Sometimes we may have a strong feeling about something. We can have really strong, strong feelings. Sometimes we cry, sometimes we laugh. But be careful, don't be led by feelings. Because if we are led by feelings, we may easily jump out of the will of God. Some of us may say, oh, I cannot handle this anymore. They get on my nerve. They don't do good to me. Every time they say something, I feel bad. So I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave my house. I'm going to jump out of my marriage because she get on my nerve. Don't be led by feeling. Amen? So many people quit jobs and left the church or Jump out of marriage because they are led by feelings. They are not led by the Holy Spirit. They say, I cannot take this problem anymore. I cannot put up with this any longer. Oh, this bothers me. I don't feel good here. They are just talking about feeling all the time. You need to understand that. You need to obey the commander of your soul, Jesus Christ, no matter how you feel. It's not about feeling, but it's about what God say to you what the Holy Spirit tells you to do and what the Word of God say. We need to follow God. We need to listen to the head of the church and the captain of your soul. Whatever the Spirit of Jesus say, we do it even though we may not feel good, even though people may make us disappointed or feel hurt in the inside, but still we need to keep going and doing what God tells us to do. Don't go by hurt feeling, by joy. I notice a lot of Christians go by feelings all the time. Oh, I go to that church, I feel good. Maybe I should go to that church. I have to admit to you, one thing I learned from God. I'm not everybody cup of tea. <laughs> I understand that not everybody needs to be in this house. Not everybody can listen to my sermon. They could not handle the way I preach or cannot handle my accent. That's okay. If they're not called by God, to be here, bless them. They can go to other good churches. But if you are called to be in this house, you need to know what God said to you. And if God said, this is your house, stick there. 
No matter how many times I hurt your feeling, no matter how many times I step on your toes, because actually sometimes people step on your toes to test your patience, to improve your character, to be long-suffering like Jesus Christ. So the key is find out exactly what the Spirit of God wants you to be, where He wants you to be, and what He wants you to do, and just follow Him. This is the problem in our society nowadays because we are in the society of entertainment. Everything is about entertainment. So people would be jumping from church to church, hopping from church to church, bouncing around from meeting to meeting. My wife always say this way. I agree with my wife now. She said that give them five years, five years. I say, why? You know, give some member who come in and so on fire... Pastor, I want to serve God here. Oh, use me. And my wife said, let me see for five years. Why that long? Because honeymoon period will be over. You know honeymoon period. People feel good when they first came. But after a while, they see some weaknesses of the church. They see some problem in their marriage. Or they see some weakness of their spouse. And the good feeling disappear. The honeymoon period disappear. And then they jump out right away from their marriage. They jump out of the church and go from church to church. And what happened? They have never been developed. Their character has never been improved uh, to become like Jesus. They become baby all the time in their life because they never listen to the Holy Spirit and they just go by their feelings. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 3, the Bible says, For the time will come when men will not put up with sound doctrine. Instead, to suit their own desire, to suit their own feelings, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. This is a prophecy about the end time that many Christians don't like to be in the church where the truth is preached without compromise. The doctrine is sound. They like to hear something tickle their ear to make them feel good because they go by feelings. They are led by feelings. And because they jump from place to place, they never reach their potential. I pray that you will not be that type of Christians who are led by your feelings. We must Follow the will of God. We must carry the cross. We must deny ourselves and follow the voice of the Spirit of Jesus Christ. And that is a true disciple. Are you a Christian or are you a disciple? If you are a disciple, you will deny yourself, you carry the cross, and you deny your own feelings, you follow the will of the Father, you stay put where He told you to be, and you keep doing what the Spirit tells you to do. Even though you feel discomfort, you face very discomfort, very big trouble in your heart, and you feel that, wow, I don't feel good here. I struggle. And you have the uneasy feelings. You still keep doing it. And you keep following God. And that is maturity, is to follow the Spirit of God. Don't jump out of your marriage because you're Husband says something wrong one time and you say, I don't feel good. I'm going to go to the court and get a divorce paper. Don't do that. That is the feeling. Amen? Just stick to it. Just 
be a good husband and a good wife, and both husband and wife should listen to the Holy Spirit. Amen. Don't get the feeling up and then blow out from your mouth and say something, and you get into trouble for many days because you say something wrong to your wife. Just control your mouth and speak only from the Holy Spirit until the Lord says something to you that you need to move. I'm not talking about marriage. I'm talking about ministry. Sometimes God moves people from one ministry to another ministry, different chapters of life. But you don't leave the place because somebody offends you. You don't leave the church because the pastor preached something too strong and offends you. You should not leave because of the feeling. You leave because God tells you. Because the Spirit leads you to do so. You must be led by the Spirit so that your life will be developed. Your life will be blessed to the next step or the next chapter of your life. Stay there until God says something else. Amen? It is so important to be led by the Spirit. And you must not be led by your feeling. You must not be led by your head. Everyone say together to, with me out loud. I am led by the Spirit. I am not led by my head. I am not led by my feelings. I am not led by intellect. Amen. And God is going to show you and lead you to the higher level. He is going to bless you because the Bible says, those who hear the voice of the Lord their God and obey and do what the Lord says, the voice of the Holy Spirit, they shall be blessed. The blessing will come over them, will overtake them because they listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit and be led by the Spirit. The Bible says that we are the soldiers of Christ. We are good soldiers. How many people are good soldiers of Christ? I want to be good soldiers of Christ. The reason God calls us good soldiers because we are in the spiritual warfare. The devil is real. Demons are real. And they are out there, busy in killing, stealing, and destroying people. We are the soldier for the kingdom. And we must fight against them. We must fight for the well-being of our brothers and sisters. We must be gatekeepers of the God of the house of God. And as we are the soldier of God, we have the commander, the captain of our soul. His name is Jesus Christ. Whatever the spirit of the captain, the spirit of God says something, we just, I will do it. I will do it. He sent us a command, the order from the headquarters. Stay there. Go there. Stay in that church. Do that. Get involved in that ministry. Marry that person and don't divorce her. Stay there. When the commander gives the order, we say, yes, Lord, I do it. And sometimes you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. You may send in a letter of request. Can I change? Can I go somewhere else? Most of the time, the answer from the headquarters is no, no, no. You stay there until your mission is over. Amen? When the feeling say no, that the Spirit say yes, you have to go by what the Spirit say, not by the feeling. You need to tell your feelings, feeling, lay down. Head, shut up. I'm going to listen to the Holy Spirit. If you do that, your family will stay together. 
If you do that, the church will stay together. If you do that, ministry will stay together. But if you're led by feelings all the time, everything gonna crumble down because the devil gonna attack you with your to your feeling. He gonna make something happen that you feel bad, and then you will quit and you walk away from the way of God. Amen. This world will be a different place if all the Christians are led by the Holy Spirit. Ezekiel chapter six verse nine. Ezekiel six nine. Then those of you who escape will remember me among the nations where they are carried captive, because I was crushed by their adulterous heart, which had departed from me. God talked about his feeling; his heart was crushed by idol worshippers. He was grieved; his heart was crushed. He was hurt by these people. And that's the reason why we can be hurt. We can be hurt because we were created in the likeness of God. God can be hurt; we can be hurt. God can be grieved; we can be grieved as well. If God can laugh, we can laugh as well. We can enjoy life because God can enjoy. We were created in the image of God, so we have emotion and feelings like Him. Amen. So it's not wrong. To have a holy anger, it's not wrong to have feelings, but it's wrong to be led by feelings. Listen one more time. Sometimes I see people take advantage of another person, big time, or maybe a man come in and take advantage of a woman in the church, and then walk away. I have a holy anger, but I have to control myself. I really have a holy anger that somebody come in to take advantage of a lady in this house, but I have to hold myself back and I will not follow my anger. Sometimes I am grieved when I see bad things happen to people, very grieved. But I have to be careful. I will not let my grief or my sadness control me. Grief cannot control me. Amen. If we blow up because we do something wrong, why we are angry? Just repent and don't do it again. Don't let the anger push you to do something bad. We should hold ourselves, have self-control. Amen. God has self-control. Every one of us should be self-control. Actually, if you blow it or you lose your temper or you do something out of control, maybe hit your wife. Or throw something around, or yell and say something bad. Don't blame other people. You have to be responsible for your own actions. You need to say sorry to that person. Why I say that? I want to give you a picture. You understand? We all can have self-control because we have the Holy Spirit. Some of you, your wife may say something to make you upset, and then you just slap on her, and you say. I'm sorry, I cannot control myself. I need to slap on you because I'm so angry. But you put the same man standing in front of the 300 pounds boxer, the same man in front of 300 pounds boxer, and that boxer really stir up your emotion and make you angry. Will you slap him? No, you will not slap him 
because you know that you're going to be crushed like an ant or like an insect. So you know how to control your hand, not to slap on him, because you know you can not get away with that. Sometimes we do some bad things because we know we can get away with something wrong. We do, or we use all kind of reason to give excuses to do bad things. We should not let our feeling control us. Amen. Don't believe the lie of the enemy, who say that let us do anything we want. Whatever the feeling go, we go with it. No, controlled by the Spirit, led by the Spirit. And if the Spirit of God leads you, it will no, it will not go against the Bible. It will not be contradictory to the Word of God. It will not be contradictory to His character. What is His character? What is His the fruit of the Holy Spirit? What is the fruit? Patience, love, kindness. Gentleness, compassion, joy, faith, long suffering—is that right? If you're led by the Spirit, you're gonna have joy, peace, long suffering, patience, kindness, compassion, and faith. You're gonna walk that way if you're led by the Spirit all the time. But if you make mistake, just acknowledge that we are wrong. Ask God for forgiveness. Repent, and ask Him. To set you free from lack of self-control. Look at Ephesians chapter four, twenty-six to twenty-seven. Ephesians four, twenty-six to twenty-seven. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. The devil will try every way to make you lose your temper. The devil will put the trap in front of you that you will be controlled by your emotion, and you blow it. You walk away from church. You walk away from the ministry. You walk away from commitment and covenant that you make with God, because he put the trap on you that you fall into the trap of feelings. Every time the feelings rise up to make you lack commitment, or you walk away from what God called you to do, you say. No, no, no! The devil, I resist you. Get away from me! I submit to God. I submit to the Holy Spirit, and I resist you right now. Sometimes, when you get so mad, your body get aching, get really have headache and neck pain and everything because you're so tense and so upset, my brother and sister. Give it to God. Let God handle it, and you just come back with the joy of the Lord and laugh in the Holy Spirit. Let the peace of God fill your heart again. Don't let that bad feeling control you for a long time. Amen. That's the reason why our church welcomes the Holy Spirit. Today, initial plan is that we're going to have lunch, but because of the storm, we cannot have lunch today. The cook team cannot cook. So we're gonna pray for people to receive the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit can help all of us to be self-controlled, to become more and more self-controlled. We can control our feelings, our anger, our sadness, and we can express more of the fruit of the Holy Spirit, not the bad feeling anymore. Amen. We need more of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. 
so that we can be self-controlled. But there's a good feeling that we should express. Bad feeling should not express too much. Sometimes you can be so angry and you can be so sad, but people cannot tell. They cannot even detect that you are sad because you God express it. You just have so much faith on the inside of you that my God is sitting on the throne. I don't have to worry about this. Somebody make you mad and you say, I'm not going to be mad. I'm going to be self-controlled. I still can talk normally. I'm not going to yell because I know God is helping me in this situation. But certain feelings are good to express. Psalm chapter 2 verse 4. He who sits in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall hold them in derision. This is a good feeling. Joy. Laughter. Joy is a good feeling that we should express. Even God laughs on the throne. Sephaniah chapter 3 verse 17. The Lord to God in your midst, the mighty one will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with His love. When we're so full of, so touched by the love of God, we just stay quiet. But when we see the salvation from God, God did something good, we laugh, we rejoice. He will rejoice over you with singing. Can you imagine if we have a CD produced by God that He is the singer? And you listen to that CD that God is singing Himself. God is singing worship song from heaven and you listen to that CD in your room. How wonderful. Our God can sing. Our God smile and laugh. He expressed His joy by singing. He expressed His happiness by laughing and by singing. When we get to heaven, I believe we're going to hear God singing. We're going to see the laughter of God. My dear brother and sister, when we have joy, we should express it. We should sing. We should laugh. I'm so thankful. The nurses and the helper in the operating room, that they are assigned to help me in both Evergreen and Overlake Hospital. Usually the hospital will assign nurses and assistant to each doctor. And I'm so thankful that all of my surgical nurses and surgical assistants, all of them are Christians. So every Monday and Wednesday, they turn on 105.3. I love it. When I perform surgery, I sing along with the music, and I smile, and I laugh, and have fun to talk about God because they're all Christian. Sometimes the only person who is not a Christian is the anesthesiologist. So he or she get trapped that we talk about God all day long in the OR, so they have to listen to the gospel, listen to the Christian music there. Amen? If you notice in the Old Covenant, God used all the people who expressed their feeling. They put ash on their head. They tore their clothes because they were angry. They expressed their feeling. They shout out loud, to the point that people from miles can hear their shouting and praising God, and the wall of Jericho fall down. These people express their feeling. They laugh, they cry. So today, God will still use the same kind of people who 
express the feeling of God, the good feeling, the faith, the joy, the laughter, the praises and singing and shouting in the presence of God. Amen. It's nothing wrong to express the feeling. I come from Asian culture. Asian culture don't express feeling that much by nature. I'm changed a lot by the Holy Spirit now. I express my feeling more. Sometimes I like to watch the congregation with the African-American. They express, and also Mexican. They express a lot. Hey, hallelujah. Oh, they move all the time. They express for Asian, very quiet. Sing quietly because that is not our culture. But now I have to change myself to be like a heavenly culture. I need to express my feeling before the Lord. Amen? Can we do that? Amen. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit will lead you to love, to have fun, to sing, to rejoice. We should not sit quietly and stoically. We should not be stoic. We should be happy, rejoicing, singing the gospel, the song. Amen. And children in our home should see the parents praise God out loud. The children in our home to see the parents show emotion to God, crying to God, loved you, singing, excited about God. And if your children can see the parents do that, oh, they will know that God is so real. Amen? And the home, they laugh together and rejoice together and singing the praise song together will never separate. The home that brings the presence of God together will be full of the Blessing of God. Express your gratitude. Express your joy toward the Lord in your home together. Amen? The church that express the joy together will not separate, but will stay together. Don't be afraid to express your feeling before the Lord. Amen? Some people say like this, Wow, you're so weak. A strong man will not express his feeling. You need to look stoic. Actually, it takes strength to show your emotion, especially a man. If you show your emotion as a man, that means you are strong because you are not afraid of criticism anymore. You are willing to laugh in front of people. You are willing to be joyful and have faith in front of people. So you are let, when the Holy Spirit starts to stir up the joy you laugh, go ahead and laugh. In my office, I laugh all the time. All of my assistant know, all of the secretary know. When I talk to my patient, I smile, laugh, and happy because the joy of the Lord is in the inside of me. I don't have to worry about making my face look like a very stoic doctor. Mm. No, we can laugh. We can have fun. Amen? We express godly feeling. We can tell our unbelieving loved ones, unbelieving relative that God is so real. They need to see the joy on our face, that God is so good. If they see that we are so sad all the time, they will not believe in our God. While we are living on earth, we should witness to them with our action that God is a good God. Amen? Let them know that I worship the good God. When you walk into your office, you work for Costco, you walk into Costco, you smile, happy and laughing. Amen? So that they know, wow, Christians are happy. Christians are doing well. And not only that, like I preached a few Sundays ago, laughter is a medicine. Laughter will boost up your immune system. Laughter will decrease your blood pressure. 
Laughter will trigger your right brain to make you more creative. Laughter will in- produce endorphin to make you have less pain. You don't need to go to chiropractor because endorphin is produced by laughter. Laughter will produce growth hormone and young hormone, make you look younger. Yesterday, I talked to a couple in this church. They told me that they've been here for 17 years now. And I was shocked because I thought it's only 10 years ago. 17 years. And one comment that I told them, Ron and Ginny, I say that, Ron, it's interesting. 17 years, you don't look aged at all. You still look young as when you came in 17 years ago. I believe because they are in the presence of the Holy Spirit every Sunday. Because they learn how to laugh. They learn how to have fun. So they look younger than age. Amen? So we need to let the Holy Spirit stir up our spirit to be joyful. To laugh at our enemy. To laugh at the calamity. To laugh at the storm. Hey, you're going to come? I have authority. I have the key of the kingdom of heaven. I can lose and bite on this earth. I can tell you what to do because I have authority. I can laugh about it. Oh, storm come. Ha, 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 ha. I have the keys of the kingdom of God to lose and bite on this earth. When you get sick, instead of being depressed, you just laugh and you command in the name of Jesus, this problem has to go away in the name of Jesus. Amen. Follow the word and follow the Holy Spirit. Amen. How many people promise God from now on you will not be led by feelings anymore? How many people promise God that you're going to express godly feelings, joyful feelings? Amen. How many people say that I will not be led by my head? I will not be led by my intellect? How many people say I will be like Jesus? Jesus has feelings. He cries sometimes and he sees bad things happen. He wept. He has compassion on people who got tortured by demons. But he was not led by the feelings. He was led by the Spirit of God. Let us develop that lifestyle together. I believe that if we can develop that lifestyle to be led by the Spirit every single day, we will not get into the wrong place at the wrong time. We will not die prematurely. We will not make wrong investment. We will be going up higher and higher. We will see success in our life. We will be able to do the job well at our office. We will minister very well because we are led by the Spirit of God. We're going to see the fruit of the ministry. We're going to be healthy. We're going to be strong. And we will see that the breakthrough will come into our life. Supernatural breakthrough will happen everywhere we go. Because our God is the God of the supernatural breakthrough. So when we follow the voice of God, there are going to be some breakthrough. Amen? So always listen to the leading of the Holy Spirit in your heart here. We're going to learn more. I have altogether 12 chapters of this lesson. This is only the fourth one. Each one I preached two times. Now, it's only the fourth chapter. We're going to learn eight more chapters about how to be led by the Holy Spirit. I will continue. I may uh, switch to other sermon off and on so you will not get bored listening about the, being led by the Holy Spirit every Sunday. 
But I believe that you can go back to listen to this teaching again, either in the YouTube, or the CD, or the podcast, or our church website. You will learn more how to develop the lifestyle of being led by the Spirit. You will know the Holy Spirit well. You can have a deep fellowship with the Holy Spirit, and you can be very sensitive. Any minute, you can hear. You can have the witness of the Spirit in your spirit any time. And you're going to be at the right place at the right time. You're going to speak the right thing to your boss. You're going to do the right investment. You will do the right job for your company. You're going to be successful. You're going to be the head, not the tail. You will be above, not beneath. And you shall also live a healthy life. Live a long life, 220 years old. And you will be used of God. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. How many people want to put this into practice? Amen. Father, we thank you so much for teaching us how to be led by the Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for showing us that you have feelings, but you're not led by feelings. You, Lord, are led by the truth. You are the truth. You are the life and you are the way. You will show us the way. You show us the truth. And you will bring us to the life of God. So e of God, Lord. We want the life of God in this earthly life, Lord. We want heaven to be in our life. Lord, lead us by your Holy Spirit. Help us to be self-controlled. Help us not to lose temper. Not to be incapacitated by the sadness, the anger. But we can control that feeling and we can hear the voice of the Holy Spirit in the midst of the storm, in the midst of problems and attack of the enemy, Lord. Lord, we thank you so much for your Holy Spirit. We want to know the Holy Spirit more and more each day. Thank you for the grace of Jesus. Thank you for the love of the Father. And thank you, Lord, for the communion of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. This morning, if you are not a born-again Christian yet, I would like to encourage you to be born again. Very simple. Number one, You say, I admit that I am not a perfect man or woman. I have sinned against God, and I want to repent of my sin. I don't want to go the sinful direction anymore. I want to turn around and follow God. Two, you're born again by believing in the gospel, which means you believe that Jesus is the Son of God who died on the cross for your sin. He paid a price for you, and he was raised from the dead on the third day. If you can do these two things, I repent and I believe in Jesus. You shall be born again and you shall have a new life. If you want to do that or if you grow up in the Christian home or Christian church but you never confess with your mouth and say, God, from today on, I repent. I want to make sure I'm born again today. I want to be a real child of God to be led by the Spirit of God. This is a good time that you can pray with me. Follow my prayer. Close your eyes. 
Bow your head and pray with me. Pray to God, Father in heaven. I repent of my sin. I am not perfect, Lord. I admit, Lord, that I have made mistakes. Oh Lord, thank you for your Son Jesus Christ, who paid a price for me, shed His blood for me. Lord Jesus. Come into my life. I give my life to you. I want to be born again. Thank you, Lord, for receiving me to be your child. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I like to pray for. A group of people, two group actually. Let me read this scripture. If you're not in a hurry, in Luke chapter 24, verse 49, the Bible say, "Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry, so don't go home yet. Wait in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high." The disciple obeyed Jesus. They did not leave Jerusalem. 120 people were waiting in the upper room. And what happened on that day? When the day of Pentecost has fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them. Divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them, and they were all filled. Everyone say filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. This is a command of Jesus Christ: Don't go until you are filled with the Holy Spirit. And the early church disciple were filled in the upper room. And the sign of being filled with the Holy Spirit is speaking in other tongues. It happened to me in 1983. I came from Buddhism. I believe in Jesus. I gave my life to Jesus in 1981. I was in the Baptist church. I never heard about the Holy Spirit until one day a Christian doctor came to my home and encouraged me to read the Book of Acts. I read the Book of Acts and I find out that wow. The Holy Spirit was working in the Bible. I want that Holy Spirit that they talk about in the Book of Acts. I went to a meeting in 1983. The preacher was a doctor; is a family doctor from England. He came to preach in English with interpreter. And on the last day, he said, "How many people here never been filled with the Holy Spirit? If you want to be filled, come out here." And he also make an altar call for people who want to be saved. This is all Christian doctors and family, and also nurses. I walk out to be prayed for. I was standing there, and the doctor lay hand on me. I feel like electricity or the waterfall came upon me so quickly from the top of my head down into my heart. Zoop! Suddenly, I open my mouth and speak in tongues. Very out loud, 
I could not even control myself. When I opened my eyes, the world was changed. It was bright. I was changed that day. My faith went up to another level. When I read the Bible, I could understand more. I could worship God better than before because I was filled with the Holy Spirit. If you have never been filled with the Holy Spirit, I would like to ask you to consider that today. The Bible says in Luke chapter 11, verse 13. 11, verse 13. If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your, fa- your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? What you need to do is to have a desire to receive. You open your heart and you say, I want to receive the Holy Spirit. And after that, you ask. You pray, God, fill me with the Holy Spirit. And God will do so. If you are a believer, this is not for the non-believer. If you are a believer, you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, I'm going to ask you to come and sit on this side of the room. We're going to move the chair up. You sit there. Those who sit this side are those who have never been filled with the Holy Spirit. I will lay hand on you, and other pastors will come out to help me lay hand. And those who have already been filled with the Holy Spirit and want the Holy Spirit to come upon you again, the Bible says, be filled again and again. Never feel one time. Filled again and again. I mentioned to you last time that when I perform surgery, the more I practice surgery, the better I am. The more you practice the presence of the Holy Spirit, the faster and the quicker you can hook up to the Holy Spirit. That's why our church believes in the laying on of hand. We believe in calling the Holy Spirit to fill the room so that the members can learn how to hook up in the meeting. And when you go to the shopping mall, when you're driving the car, you will be more sensitive to hook up to the Holy Spirit. Some of you may be filled with the Holy Spirit 25 years ago and have never been filled again for a long time. This is a good time to learn how to hook up, to ask God, Luke chapter 11, verse 13, fill me again, Lord. I want to have higher measure of the anointing today. God is generous and God wants to give to you. Amen. Those who want to be filled again will be on this side of the room. If you don't want to do that, it's okay with me. You can go home. You can go out and fellowship out there. I understand that each of us have different business to do, but those who want to, I give you the chance to do that. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, Today we are hungry. Those who want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, Father, you shall keep your promise in the book of Joel, chapter 2. You shall pour your Holy Spirit upon your people, Lord. Women and men, young or old, can be filled with the Holy Spirit, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Today, open heaven. And pour your fire, your glory upon your church. We believe, Lord, we are in the generation of revival. We are in the generation of the glory. Therefore, Lord, as your church, we welcome your glory, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus. The usher will help me arrange the chair on this side. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Holy Spirit, in Your love, Holy Spirit, move upon my life. Move upon my life, Holy Spirit, stir me inside. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, touch me from above. Touch me from above, Holy Spirit. Fill me with Your love. Fill me with Your love, Holy Spirit. Move upon my life. Move upon my life, Holy Spirit. Stir me inside. Stir me inside. I yield to you, Spirit of the Lord. Do your work in me. that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.
you know 